Unlock the power of your mind. This is Provocative Enlightenment with Eldon Taylor. Thank you for joining us and welcome. This is an hour dedicated to understanding a little more about ourselves, our beliefs, and how we approach enlightenment. Indeed, an hour devoted to learning something more, not just about the world of shoes and ships and sealing wax, but about how, what and why we think as we do. An hour for the open-minded, willing to challenge some of those old ideas behind what we think we know, who we are, and who we might become. I'm Eldon Taylor, and this is Provocative Enlightenment. All right, moving on. Speaking of letters, every week I read some of yours as our way of paying respect to the very important role you play in making this show successful. Last week, our show was all about engineering our own beliefs. Jonathan wrote, Thanks for the informative show. I have read some of your books, and I realize how everyone else has had a hand in engineering our thoughts and beliefs. I sincerely appreciate the opportunity to learn how to engineer them for myself. Linda wrote, Wow, I listened in awe as you described the powers of the mind in your last show. I had no idea that our beliefs had so much power. Claudette wrote, Your shows and your guests never cease to amaze me. I am so glad I discovered provocative enlightenment. Well, we're very glad you did as well, Claudette. Estella wrote, Thank you, Mr. Eldon, for all you do and for providing some of your work free of charge. Well, you're more than welcome, Estella, and let me use your letter to remind everyone of our free InterTalk MP3 programs that can be downloaded at no charge whatsoever from my website. We think of this service as just a part of our own Pay It Forward program. Claudia wrote, I love your show on Hay House Radio. Well, we love your pithy feedback, Claudia. Thank you. E.M. wrote, I want to say that the first book of yours that I read was Mind Programming, and then I watched your DVD set, Change Without Thinking. I'm writing this because I have over the last uh, few years realized that I was conditioned and herded. In a very negative way, because of my childhood, my emotional growth was curtailed. I didn't turn to therapy. I self-medicated and was lost for many years. I didn't want to exist this way any longer. It was not who I really was. I was tired and didn't want to die that way, so I did stop. But it has been a long road. I've been using many hypnosis tapes, reading, and just trying to find my way out of the mire that is my own mind. I have been successful in many ways. My thinking has changed, but it is not easy. Out of the many things in the field, this last book of yours, Self-Hypnosis and Subliminal Technology, and the Self-Hypnosis CD that came with a book that I have seen I felt a change in myself that is really sublime. I feel it in my being. I think that the fast take on this after so much other is that I have a trust, respect, and deep connection to the feeling and knowing that your long experience of materials are about much more than money, but rather a deep, sincere meaning to help others. I believe in your honesty, and this certainly helps me. Just wanted to let you know, yes, it works, and your book and tools have helped me to a new life. I won't say I wish I had been familiar with your work a long time ago. Timing is everything, and my time is now. Now, that's a letter, Ravinder. Congratulations, EM, and thank you for your trust and your feedback. Dagmar wrote, I'm a German woman living in Italy, and I enjoy very much every show that you publish. Thank you. I also downloaded some of your free MP3s. I think they are really excellent. Thank you for that also. 
On the show with Dee Wallace, you read that hateful email from someone who didn't agree with your political viewpoint. Neither do I, but what's the point? I appreciate your work anyway. Thank you again, and go on with the great and useful work. You know, it's okay to disagree, isn't it, Ravinder? It's totally okay to disagree. I think it's really important to have open, honest dialogue. Otherwise, you're only listening to the person that you agree with, and you can never learn anything. You know, last night I was listening to a guest that we're bringing onto our show here, and she was talking about self-investigation. And uh, you you were overhearing it. You were there in the kitchen. Uh-huh. Her presupposition is we cannot do a self-investigation if we already know yeah. what we're looking at or looking for or who we are. If we already know any of it, we can't investigate it. And it seems to me that without having the ability to have dialogue, which will lead to disagreement, there is no way to investigate, whether it's with myself or it's with another. Does that make sense to you? That's totally true. That's the only way to grow. So we appreciate your letter, Dagmar, and it's quite all right that you disagree with me. Andrew wrote, your work has made a major impact on my life. I've made several major purchases of your work over the past years. I love your CDs and have used them to help make many important positive changes for my kids and me. I've given away many CDs and hope never to get them back as they circulate and get used. Well, thanks for the feedback, Andrew, and I'll use your letter to suggest a gift that can make a real difference to those for whom you care. Why not give them an inner talk CD for Christmas? Now, that may be a bit of a commercial message, but it's also true. All right, that's all the time we're going to take for letters. But I do invite you to opine by sending your email to Eldon at EldonTaylor.com or by joining me on Facebook. We can't get all of your letters on the air, but they do impact our programming. And once again, I both appreciate and thank you for your feedback and continued support. Now to today's show. A Message of Hope from the Angels with author Lorna Byrne. Lorna has been with us before, but for those of you unfamiliar with her, she has seen and talked to angels since she was very, very young. Uh, a baby is what her copy says, but, you know, I, I'll leave, maybe we'll ask her about that. She sees angels every day, and she sees them physically, just as she would see a person sitting in front of her. Lorna kept quiet about what she was seeing and hearing until three years ago when she wrote the story of her life, Angels in My Hair. This book is now an international bestseller, published in more than 50 countries and 26 languages, and the overwhelming response of the million readers around the world is that knowing that they have a guardian angel beside them has given them enormous help. Her most recent book, A Message of Hope from the Angels, went straight to number one on the UK Sunday Times and is now available in the US. Now, I don't necessarily agree with some of Lorna's politics. I've said so in the past, (laughs) but I do love her books. I fully endorsed her first, and I have thoroughly enjoyed A Message of Hope from the Angels. Um, It's chock-a-block full of just, and chock-a-block is one of my wife's favorite sayings, of, of, of great messages. So let's get her in here and find out what uh, the messages of hope are. Welcome back to Provocative Enlightenment, Lorna Byrne. Hi, Andrew. I'm delighted to be talking to both of you there today. Well, you know, it's been a while since we spoke. 
Uh, you have another new book, and we're going to talk a lot about that today. But what else have you been up to? Um, I suppose I have been traveling the world and, and um, you know, giving talks, all that kind of thing, as well as um, being a mother and, you know, and looking after my daughter, all the usual things. All the usual things. I do. I mean, I... Uh, the the first time we talked, it was really obvious that you'd written a book. Uh, you really, you know, weren't out there in the big publicity world. You hadn't built a fancy website and and all that. You were just expressing your life story, and and, uh, and of course, it's a, an incredible story. And uh, we've talked, to, you know, about it at length. But I I I can't help but notice today. Boy, you've got some glamour and some sizzle out there. A beautiful new website, lots of interviews. Uh, you really have been communicating. Um, yeah, I have been really very, very busy, but it's, it, it's worth it. As um, you know, when I see the response the, the books get in, in helping people just like yourself and changing their lives, you know that's that's what it's all about. So all right. Well, I have a new question, together. Lorna. Okay. That I ask everyone. And, and, you know, maybe you can turn to your angels on this one. We'll, we'll get a poll. But in a conversation that Dee Wallace and I had, she suggested that we all need a song of life. And I've given that a great deal of thought, talked to a lot of people. And it's amazing how many people have a song in their life that actually represents the troubles or the, the joys that they experience in life. You know, I mean, hopefully when you ask someone, what's the song of your life? They don't give you a country western song, you know, with lyrics like you did me wrong. So I'm going to ask you, Lorna, what is your song of life? I just have to smile at that question. What is my song of life? I, As far as I understand myself, my song of life is, is many songs. Um, not 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 just one, and I would actually find it very hard to to name them, but songs that would touch my heart about life and and joy, and you know, to me that is that is wonderful, and and sometimes even a song about an angel. So if you were pressed, the angels every day. So if you were pressed for a song, you're saying not possible. Not possible. Not for me. Okay. Isn't it terrible? <laughs> All right. Before we get into your new book, I want to ask you this. Um, did you come here with a message for our audience from your angels today? I I did. And I I was told to ask them that if, if they in their own heart and everyone out there, um, even for one day over the Christmas, even Christmas Day or New Year's Day, if they would try themselves to be a beacon of hope for others, you know, even for someone in their family or, or a friend or someone in, in the community, um, that that would be very important because everyone is, is needing hope at, at the moment. That's a marvelous so that, that's message. message. I have been asked to give. That is a marvelous message. You, you, you know, it kind of leads into your book. But what it what it makes me think of is uh, you talk about uh, the grace of healing, and particularly you talk about how parents and children um, you you see this grace of healing. Now, when you when you're speaking of being a beacon of hope. Are you not maybe talking about how we have this ability to share this energy, this grace of healing? 
tell I mean, flesh that out for us. Tell us what the grace of healing is uh, or how we can be this beacon of hope, how that all works. Well, I think I think the first thing is, you know, um, I see, you know, that healing energy that is that is in us all um, working every day. And it's just that so many times we don't realize it. You know, when a mother picks up a child that might be crying or, or even another child comes over to it where another child has fallen and gives it a hug um that that energy within the child that has come over to give to give them a hug, um, all as I can say is is what it's like. We can use it for ourselves for healing for ourselves, but on occasions like like that, I would see, you know, someone using it to help someone else, um, and it just comes out from every part of your body, you know, and goes to the other person. But especially when when I watch um, somebody using it for themselves, and sometimes unconsciously, um, you know, if somebody is sad or or just I remember there the other day sitting um, in in one of the cafes um, while I was waiting on on a friend, and there was a woman sitting there with two children, and never mind the angels watching the angels around her, um, but she was actually using you know that healing grace for herself, that healing energy. Um, and the angels had told me she was feeling very sad. And just watching it coming from out of her whole body, from herself. And the only way I can say it is, you know, folding back in on top, on back in on top of her and going back into her. And you could see her becoming, the only way I can describe it, that little bit more lifted within within herself and she gave a little a little smile and i suppose that's something we all need to remember we do have that healing grace that healing energy within ourselves and when we're feeling down we should try and become conscious of it and use it for ourselves because you know most of us need to you know to to allow ourselves to heal ourselves you know in in whatever ever way we can and that is very, very important. And, and just watching it, it's just one of the the things I, I would see. You know, um, I always say to people, I don't know why God allows me to, to, see, to see so much, because I know everybody else should be able to see it too. Lord, is this uh, energy, is it activated by intention? Is it activated by love? Uh, is it activated by empathy? All of the above? I think it's actually activated by literally everything there that that you have named. It actually seems to depend on on the individual how they're feeling. You know, um, you know yourself. You 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 could watch a mother. You know, hug a child, and you know I would often do that. And it would be where maybe the child is a little unwell or a little cross, and I would see the mother doing it, and she would be doing that through love. As well, that that healing energy just coming from her and going into the child, and doubling back, folding back, you know, and then again back in back into the mother. Um, I think we we use it um, very naturally. Um, it would be just lovely if people were a little bit more conscious of it and use it um, a bit more for themselves. Yeah. Um... 
let me ask you this, Lorna. I mean, we've got lots of callers, and we're going to take as many as we can get in today. Okay. And, and pretty soon, everybody wants to talk to you. And I don't blame them. <clears throat> but in reading your book, the new book, you offer a number of prayers. Uh, you have prayers for the healing angels to bring in the healing angels, and maybe we'll talk about that some. Uh, you have prayers for bringing joy into your life. And, and, you know, ending depression and so forth, even for dealing with financial matters. So my question, I guess, is why did you include specific prayers this time? I mean, does the wording matter? Um, It was actually because um, the angel Michael had said, you know, to include some prayers. And, you know, when he had said that, I had remembered so many people were asking would I um, put some prayers into the next into the next book? And they actually asked for those specific ones, um, and that that's actually why why that happened. And I myself don't even um, know them off by heart yet. You know, um, because I'm should we learning. be praying? To, I'm sorry. Should we be praying to our angels instead of God? No, we should be praying to God. All of those those prayers are actually a prayer to God. Um, I, I myself never um, pray to the angels. I pray to God, but I ask the angels to give me a helping hand, and that's what what they do. And the angels um, enhance our prayers as well. Like the angel of prayer, I always tell people that they're like, a, you know, you can imagine a, a beautiful waterfall, you know, really, really strong coming down. And the angels of prayer, when you utter even one word or 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 even one syllable of a prayer, they're going up, you know, like a waterfall, just right. so full, full of light, um, enhancing that, that prayer for you. Okay, now, Lorna, according to the literature, particularly the Bible, Christ has angels and Satan has angels. So this is provocative enlightenment. I have to ask this. Yeah, yeah. How do we, how do we know a good angel from a bad angel who schemes by acting as though they're good angels? Um, sometimes I think that is very hard for, for people. Um, but I, I myself only talk about God's angels. I, I do say, you know, I don't call the others um, God's angels, you know, as, as Satan's angels or the devil's angels. And I'm, I'm a Catholic and he does exist. I just always say the other side. Um, and the important thing to remember is that you know, your guardian angel or or any angel, any good angel, will never ask you to do anything wrong. Um, they'll only ask you to do what's right and what's good. And, you know, when you get that little guilty feeling that you have done something wrong, um, even though you, you might have enjoyed it, because that happens sometimes because we're only human, you know, the way... Even you would see it with a child being spiteful to to another child, and then later on feeling a little bit guilty. Well, that's your guardian angel um, allowing you to feel guilty, so that you know that you did wrong, that you did listen to the other side. And I suppose um, the little bits that I have written about that, um, I'm always so surprised to hear people, you know, say now that they're trying not to listen to the other side. Um, they're trying to listen to the guardian angel instead. And sure, isn't, isn't that wonderful? Someone trying to do the right thing and, you know, not getting spiteful because someone has said something or 
or not taking too much of the cake, you know, sharing it out, right. you know, instead. Right. You know, there was a time that I planned to write a book called Voices of the God. That was the working title. And that was because it, I was working at that time with a couple of criminal cases and some people who'd been involved in criminal acts and swore. I mean, they could pass a lie detection test. They were absolutely convinced that God had told them to do it. One of them was a homicide. And, and, and they had biblical literature to support their arguments. I mean, after all, there is, you know, the Old Testament has some pretty uh, horrible kinds of examples yeah. in there of, of, you know, physical abuse and, and killing. So <clears throat> I guess, you know, I, I see this as being potentially a real problem. People can really get led astray thinking they're listening to an angel. And the bottom line, I guess for me, you see him. So I would ask you, have you ever experienced what you just described? Have you ever made that mistake where you listened the wrong direction and then you felt that guilt, that still small voice inside saying, that wasn't the right thing, Lorna? I suppose in very small ways, not not in big not in big ways. Sure, I mean you um, haven't killed somebody, yeah. but it's oh, possible God, no. for us all to make that mistake. Then, you know, um, I I would say sometimes somebody would do something very wrong and do it for the wrong reasons in in fear. Um, so sometimes I would say it, it would be a mistake. I would have such compassion for them because they would feel you know, so guilty. They would know they did wrong. They would know they didn't mean to do it. But I know a lot of, of people who have done horrific things, you know, would say what you had said there, that God said they were to do it. But that's what, no matter how much they quote the Bible, we all know, um, well, at least I know, and I, I, I believe lots of people in the world know as well, that God didn't ask them to, to, kill, to kill someone. Right. But but we're using, you know, we're using the Bible here. There are other documents, holy documents, like the the Koran. And there are, you know, there are people in the world that uh, do believe that uh, by sacrificing themselves in ways that take the lives of others and that they are acting uh, on on behalf of, you know, their God, their angels. Um, And, you know, you recognize that all of us have a guardian angel it's it's not relative to a religion it doesn't matter what no, what religion no. or even a, you can be an atheist and you have a guardian angel, guardian angel. That's right. so you know it seems to me that it's it's more than possible to uh, believe that you're acting according to the right thing and indeed uh, be betraying yourself i'll tell you what though uh, I promised our callers that we would uh, give them as much time as possible. So we've got a hard break in front of us. When we come back, we're going to go straight to the telephones. And um, we'll let you, you know, you can think on that proposition but between now and then. And if you have a quick answer to it, uh, when we get back, I'll have you give it to us. All right. Okay. Okay. The website is Lorna Byrne, L-O-R-N-A-B-Y-R-N-E. If you're not already in our chat room, this is an excellent time to join in the conversation. We have a short video for you of our guests taking questions, and I know you'll enjoy it. Just go to eldentaylor.com forward slash chat. Stay tuned. You don't want to miss what's coming after these words from some of our friends. 
confusion, deception, manipulation, feeling a bit controlled, lost. Learn how you can take back control of your life through proven techniques in Eldon Taylor's revised edition of Choices and Illusions. This New York Times bestseller is a guidebook to your journey to self-actualization, filled with practical, real-life solutions backed by scientific studies and guaranteed to awaken your inner genie. Get your copy today from all bookstores. Have you talked to yourself lately? What does that inner voice say? Are you constantly hearing negative feedback? Ready for a change? Inner Talk, Eldon Taylor's patented subliminal technology, can do just that. Change your inner self-talk. Turn off the negative by replacing it with positive affirmations. Inner Talk has been researched at universities such as Stanford and by governments around the world and has been proven effective at priming your self-talk. Armed with a new positive outlook, you'll find everything becomes easier. From losing weight to stop smoking, giving presentations to riding horses, learn new things to being a powerful salesperson. Choose your title for change today. Visit www.innertalk.com. That's I-N-N-E-R-T-A-L-K.com. Innertalk.com. Unlock the power of your mind. This is Provocative Enlightenment with Eldon Taylor. And welcome back. If you just joined us, we're discussing the new book, Messages of Hope from the Angels. It's a great book, great read. You'll love the book. Uh, With the author, Lorna Byrne. But before we get back to the show, I want to invite you to join me on Facebook. I post regularly there. Everything, uh, you know, from what's latest in science, technology, and consciousness studies, and from time to time, some of my own opinions about the world we live in. I also want to remind you to be sure and register to receive my free newsletter when you visit my site and get your free MP3. All right, let's get back to the show. Before the break, I promised the callers that this would be their half hour. I could monopolize your time, Lorna Burn, because you're like an eyewitness. And, and you tell us that angels like humors and they like hard work. And there are just so many questions that I could ask you. But are you ready to go to the phone lines? I am, but I, I, I will answer your question beforehand. Please. Uh, yeah, and I suppose the only thing I, I can say is is just for us to, to realize that um, Satan does exist and the, gar- the dark angels, as lots of people call them, exist as well. And through time, you know, Satan has got into literally everything, even into the Bible, and you just have to look out into the world out there um and see and see what's what's happening. But one thing we must we must remember is that, you know, there is more good than bad, and most of us listen to our guardian angel, and to remember that you know, it's not God that's asking us to to you know cause war or to kill someone else because they're a different religion than us, or their skin is a different color. And um, that is is the other side. I can't prove that, Elton. All that I can say to you is that I know because I see every day. You don't have to prove it to me, Lauren. I yeah. I, I, yeah. I believe that. I I know that. You know, throughout my system, I I think of it as you have to have 
a, a moral compass. You have to hang on to values. You have to have yeah. integrity. You cannot give it up to what we call cultural relativity, where anything and everything is okay, just depending upon whatever there is in the culture. Um, yeah. So and and everything isn't okay, you know, in in that that's way. That's right. There. But I'm looking forward to talking to whoever is online. As well. All right. Well, let's let's uh, let's do that. We will go to Edmonton, Alberta, and speak with Michelle. Michelle, welcome to Provocative Enlightenment. You have a question for Lorna, of course. Hi, Lorna and Elton. Thank you for taking my call. Certainly. My question is. Um, I used to have quite a clear vision of my future and really integrated a strong spiritual focus on how I live my life. However, this past year, I've really, I've experienced loss and um, just a very tumultuous year, but I've also been self-sabotaging quite a bit. And for the first time in many years, I feel very uncertain and scared about my future. Well, I'm, I'm just being told to, to say, say to you that you have been going through a really emotional time and your guardian angel is actually carrying you. You're in, you're in your guardian angel's arms and that, you know, um, don't be sabotaging yourself anymore. Just take one step at a time. Okay. You're going to get out of this darkness and allow your guardian angel to help you to see that light you know, that light of hope that is, is being held right in front of you. Okay. And get your feet steady on the ground again. Okay. Okay, that's good to hear. Thank All you right, very welcome. much. I really appreciate that. Thank so you for welcome. calling, Michelle. Okay. All right, let's let's uh, speak with Gloria. She's in my backyard almost, Boise, Idaho. I'm in Spokane. Welcome to the neighborhood, Gloria. Thank you, Eldon and um, Lana. I, I love your show, and I love your book. Um, well, my question you. is, I've had a lot of heartache this past year with losing uh, both my parents' past and, and my husband's cancer returning and stuff. But now I am experiencing um, actually, you know, chest pain, and I don't know if it's emotional or if it's physical. Um, well, I'm just asking your guardian angel, and I'm thanking your guardian angel um, for being so so clear because um, sometimes they won't do this for me, you know, because uh-huh. you can't tell angels what what to do or what to say. Um, mm-hmm. But your guardian angel is is just saying that your your loved ones to be around you at times, that your guardian angel allows them in in and around you, and a lot of the chest pain is is a lot of anxiety within yourself. Mm-hmm. But you, you're causing your blood pressure to go up, so you should go to see the doctor just to um, just to take your blood pressure and to make sure that it doesn't go very high on you. Okay. But you'll okay. be all right. Your guardian angel is saying you'll be all right. And you said your husband's cancer is back. What kind of cancer does he have? He has lymphoma, and, and he's had it returned four times already and he fights it and um he's, it's not an incurable cancer he um he expects you know maybe another two or three years with that kind of cancer that he's had but right now he's he went through chemo and and he's okay but every three months he has to go in for a checkup to see where okay. where else it's showing up well i'm just going to ask his guardian angel to do everything possible to to help to keep the cancer at bay for as long as possible. 
okay. you know, in that in that way. And I know this is it's, it's a hard time to watch someone because my husband, you know, became ill as well, and and God did take him eventually, and it is very very hard. Um, mm-hmm. I know how hard it is on yourself. Yeah, he's been fighting it for about ten years now. Yeah. He's yeah. outlived. I mean, he's um, outlived <laughs> the kind of cancer that he's had. The doctors are amazed, you know. Well, isn't that wonderful? Isn't that a great sign? Yes. You know, he's and that proof. Life. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's super. And we'll keep on asking for that. Okay. Thank okay. you so much. God bless. God bless Thank you, Gloria. Thank you. All right, let's uh, let's go. Well, while we're in Idaho, we may as well run over to Napa. That's not far away from Boise. And let's talk to Marla. Marla, welcome to Provocative Enlightenment. Hello. Hello. hello welcome. Marla. Hi. Oh, I'm so excited! I can't believe I got through. Well, hello, Elvin, Lorna, and thank you for taking my call. Good to have you. What's your question? Well, what are I? My, I just need to get a take a deep breath first. <laughs> I just would like to know, what are my messages of hope I've been feeling? Beginning to feel disconnected, although I can never really let go of that. I do feel heavy. Um, I have been working to to hear my angels, and um, I have all of a sudden, you know, I opened my home to a little boy um, for a week. Um, He's now in a foster home. I opened up my home to my mom, who her husband was going to leave her um, without a home. Um, he said, I'm going to, you know, um, to Arizona. You're welcome to come, or you come, or you be homeless. So I told my mom, come with me. Don't, you know, don't worry about it. Uh, my sister, who was facing death because her boyfriend was beating her, I mean, her head doesn't even sit straight on her. Um, body and and she has ear. Um, she was just severely beat for for a long time. So we saved. We were in rescue mode. We didn't care. Brought my sister in and her three kids. Opened you know our doors to to my mom and and it's like all of a sudden you know all this help that we've done out of the kindness of our heart. We've taken on a lot of financial burdens and it's um you know I'm a teacher and I've you know, going back and getting my master's degree, I have my own family. I have my own healing that I'm trying to work on. And it's like, wow, we were hit with so much. I mean, they're honorable acts, but I just want my home back. I don't know, what does this mean for me? Um, you know, what what is my lesson in this? Or, or what is, I don't know, I'm trying to sort through this. Well, I, I'm I'm being being told yeah, by your guardian angel that you did all of the right things. You just got lost a little bit, and it is now that you're you're not to be panicking, but you're to fight to hold on to your home. And for you to hold on to your home is to, is to know that you know all of the hope is there for you, and you have been a beacon of hope for your family. So, don't be afraid to reach out to them as well for them to help you now. You will be okay. Okay? Mm-hmm. Can you tell what what angels are with me? I've, um, I've tried to 
um, like I said, um, I've been doing a lot of my own self work. Well, your guardian angel is is right is right there with you and never leaves you for one second, and that is very important for you to remember and loves you unconditionally. And I'm just being told that at times there has been three other angels around you, as well as souls of loved ones that have that aren't here anymore. Um, and don't be afraid to ask for for a sign or or for yourself to ask for for a name. And I'm just being told, you know, keep keep that light of hope burning in your life. Keep on allowing yourself to see it. Okay? Yeah. All right, Maria. Thank you very much. Keep the faith. Thanks. All right. Let's, uh, let's go to Sacramento, California. And uh, I'm not really sure how to say this. I think uh, Ina is her name. Is, is that correct, Ina? <laughs> That is correct. Thank you, oh, Alden. Wonderful. Welcome to Provocative Enlightenment. And go thank ahead. You. Speak to I, Lorna. I just want to say thank you for your wonderful work. And I met you at Pasadena, and I listened to your CD. I didn't have the chance to buy your new book yet, but you're amazing. And thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, well, thank you, thank you, thank you. Right back, Ina. I appreciate that. How can I, Lorna well, help you today? Lorna, I have a question for you. How do we know when we're touched by angel? And is um, see frequent numbers, like the same numbers over and over, is that the part of the message they try to tell us? And um, if you can share any messages I have possibly, just, you know, well, mainly, how do we know when we're touched by the angel? Um, one thing I would say, say to people is, you know, how you know is actually just, just to recognize all the signs that you are being given. You know, when you get to, to the stage and you say you have done it yourself and, and you're feeling happy and full, full of joy, and sometimes you know you're, you're actually touched by an angel physically um, or even your guardian angel, you could feel a little tingle, you know, or, or a little chill, you know, little things, things like that. I was like just that. about to say, like, like I have a goosebumps sometimes. Yeah. When I like, say something like, and I feel as affirmation as I'm talking to you right now, like on the back of my head, I feel like a literal uh, hair stands out like this. Yeah, well, that, that is your guardian angel reminding you, you know, they're right there with you and giving you that confirmation for, for yourself. And it is it is personally for you to help to guide you through through life to, to keep your faith and your belief and, you know, to 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 guide you and and for you not to give up on anything. No, I try not to at all. In fact, I uh, always um, try to um, calm my mind and knowing that angels are there and frequently ask, um, call their names and just protect us, my family yes. and everybody. Yes, and 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 when you when you do that, you know. It, it is being being allowed to to happen, and it is you know to have have faith and just to remember that you know God gave you a guardian angel and everyone in your family a guardian a guardian angel as well you know as a gift and I just say to people that's one gift none of us can throw away, mm-hmm. and I think that is lovely. We may think we can or we may say we don't believe. But you, you, everyone has a gift of of a guardian angel, and it doesn't matter whether you believe or not, or what religion you are. 
or even whether you're good or bad. Yes, because out of the bad, always something good comes out. You yes. just have to have a faith. Yes, and faith yeah. is very powerful. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, I really right. appreciate it. You thank have you, a wonderful Ina. evening. Uh-huh, thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right, staying right with the promise, although I'd like to say, okay, what about the repeating numbers? I won't. We'll go to oh, Montreal. We to there. <laughs> we'll go to Montreal, Quebec, and we'll get Hannah on the phone. Hi, Hannah. Welcome to Provocative Enlightenment. Good afternoon. Uh, thank you for taking my call. I do admire your work very much, Alden, and I couldn't have, for some reason, there was no way that I could take the course last week. I had to go to my son's graduation. I hope you're going to repeat that course again. Actually, Hay House has it set uh, to where it's an on-demand event now, so you can just sign up for it at any time. But I appreciate that, Anna. Thank you. Oh, oh, that's great. So I can take it at any time. Any time. Wonderful. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, okay. So th- this is my question. I seem to always be falling to the, uh, I guess, kind of depressed mood or the mood that I don't like to. And also um, the money resistant, I don't know if it correlates with each other. And um, I, when I was going through a bad time, I thought that one time I would like to uh, teach people how to get out of it. And I don't know if this is why I'm getting back into that. Is it my trial? Is it I'm not well, making myself understood? Um, I didn't quite understand You didn't quite you. understand? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I tried to work very, very hard at trying to be happy, I guess. Okay. Okay. And before, when I was depressed, when I was more depressed, I guess, I thought that that would be my life. Uh, my life work would be to try to help other women that are going through the same thing. Or actually, if I could help people that are going through depression, is that why I... Is, does that have anything to do with it? No? Um, I'm still not making myself clear. It's, well, I'm I'm just asking your guardian angel, um, even though I don't quite understand all of what you're saying, but um, I'm being told um, yes um, for you to reach out and help others as well, you know, and because you, you have experienced um, feeling very down within yourself. Right. And um, so it's something you, you have to share. It's something that, that you understand. And yes, the angels are, are reminding me that there is millions of people out there who have felt the same, but it is it is very good for you know for it to be shared with others because it helps others who who are only starting to feel a little down, and helps them to understand why they're feeling a little down. Well, I don't understand it myself. Why? How could I help well, myself actually? Well, help help yourself is, you know, um, to start to allow yourself to feel happy, start to um, to enjoy, to enjoy things, you know, even going for a walk, you know, to allow the happiness in, in into you to, like, you know, I don't know if, if you can get out movies, a funny movie, you know, that might be so silly but makes you laugh. It's It's kind of to help to turn off feeling sad or feeling down or depressed and turn on, you know, laughter instead for a few moments until you allow it in more and more. Okay. Does that have anything to do with the resistance to money? To to money? To abundance? Um, To money. In in what way do you mean resistance? Um, 
I, I, I actually got a good job that everybody would, you know, and even in the good job, I tend to, uh, when people come to pay me, it's like I feel sorry for the people that can't and, uh, you know, and I, I tell them that they could, you know, it's okay, I'll wait. I, I tend to wait and then I end up not getting the money always or... Well, I have to smile if I watch what I've been told that sometimes your heart is too is too too good and too generous, and that you actually have to start to say at times you know that you have worked and you need to be paid for it okay, so I have to smile at that okay I see. okay so there's nothing there's no there's nothing that they okay so basically. I, okay. Is there any? Is there any? Um, is there anything that they're telling you? To, is there any messages for me? Um, I'm just, I'm just being, being told to just, just say to you that there is plenty of work out there for you, and whatever you're working at now or whatever jobs come up, you're to keep on looking, do them, but you're to keep on, in a sense. This is the way they're putting it now. So I hope I don't offend you in any way. But the same for you to do some courses and educate yourself so that you get even a better job I because you're brilliant. Wow. You're saying that I'm brilliant? Yes. Oh, thank you. You have lots to offer. All okay. right. Thank you, thank you very Thanks much. For, thank you, you're Hannah. Welcome. We teach what we want to learn, don't we? Definitely. All right. Let's All right. go. Thank you. Let's get another call in here real quick, like we're running short on time. So I'm going to ask the caller to make their question as succinct as possible. Let's go to Amy in San Francisco, California. Welcome to Provocative Enlightenment, Amy. Thank you for taking my call. My question is that I have two very strong desires, and one is finding meaningful work and being in a love relationship. So um, do you have any messages from my angels regarding that? Regarding your your love and getting um, a meaningful job, right? Um, I'm, is is there love in your life already? Well, I am dating someone new, but it's so new I don't really know what it will turn into. Well, I'm I'm just being told just to say to you, it's it's kind of new love, and it is in a sense, you know, that it hasn't hasn't rooted. And that the angels of love are around you. And they're a beautiful angel. And I have written about them in, in the message of hope from the angels. They hold a golden tread. And your guardian angel has told me that that angel is, is in, in and around you. And is using that golden tread to bring love into your life. So I'm asking your guardian angel, is that tread around even the, the person you, you have met? And I'm being told yes. So it's, right. up, it's up to both of you. Okay. Okay. And what was the other one? The other I just I'm looking for work. I'm interviewing, and there's a great job. I want it, but, you know, I haven't heard back. So what is it see if that's my life work, my purpose? Um, you, have to, you have to remember your life purpose is not just one thing. It is everything you do every day. And it is that is a job you you would love to get. And if you haven't heard from them, I'm just being told to say to you, um, you know, get in touch with them again. And even if the job is gone to someone to someone else, you're still to keep on looking for a job that you would like and love. But don't be afraid to start doing a job even that you may think you don't like or love. 
Okay. Okay. You you will get there. Great. I have Thank I you. have to smile. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Sounds like good news to me. Thanks for calling, Amy. All right, Lorna, we, you know, have about a minute. Uh, and uh, you have a wonderful website. You've got lots of new activities. I want you to tell everybody how they can reach out to you. How, I mean, are, are you now taking phone calls or exchanging emails? Are you, um, do you, I mean, how can they spend more time with you, learn more about you, and where do we go get your wonderful books? Well, you for for a message of hope in in America in twenty books bookstore or on on or on Amazon, and if they want to find out more about me, um, it's it's LornaBurn.com. dot com. It's L O R N A B Y O R N E dot com, and I have a, a Facebook and a website as well, and and I'm on Twitter. And you have friends on the Facebook page, do you? I do. There's a huge amount of friends on the Facebook. Well, that's just fantastic. All right, the book again, A Message of Hope from the Angels. You get more details by going to Lorna's website, dot com. Well, we've come to the end of another hour of provocative enlightenment. I want to thank the wonderful team at Hay House Radio for making what we do on this show so easy. And, of course, a big thank you to our guest, to all of our callers, and to all of you for joining us today. I hope you've enjoyed our show, and we'll join us again next week, same time and same place. And if you have any comments on our show, you know, do please send us a note. Let us know. Good comments, bad comments, they all come to the air. Um, You teach what you want to learn, and this is provocative enlightenment, and I am learning it. Okay, until next time, wherever you are in the world, remember... Believing in yourself always matters.